Hey guys, welcome to episode number 16 of Mind, Muscle, and Soul. Uh, today I have a very special guest. In fact, it is somebody who's going to be joining us on every podcast now. She's my new co-host, uh, Miss Kelly Krause. Hello, everybody. So Kelly is um, our general manager at Next Generation Training Center. She runs the day-to-day operations, and she also um, is our client-facing manager. So she meets with clients when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to accountability. Um, she also handles any type of um, issues that are going on in the gym and uh, you know, making sure that we're very festive for the holidays like we are right now and keeping uh, our culture alive, and she does an amazing job at it. Um, you know, I, I'm really excited to have her on our on the show from here on out. Uh, she's going to bring a different uh, level of energy and uh, different perspective than I can, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be really awesome. Um, we're actually recording this on December 31st, so it is the last day of 2019. Um, so the t- first topic that we wanted to talk about today was how to choose the right gym or the right personal trainer for you and your goals. Um, this time of year, everyone's always looking for um, you know a, a New Year's resolution and new gyms and new trainers and whatnot. And there's a lot of a lot of things to look out for. There's a lot of red flags, especially nowadays with all the Instagram famous trainers and um, social media and online all the all the BS that um, that goes along with this industry right now. Um, there's a lot of people out there that are claiming to be professionals when in reality they just like to work out themselves and they got a six pack abs or a nice ass and they like to show that off. So people think that they are, um, actually good at what they do. Uh, but, um, for both of us and, uh, I could speak for, uh, for both of us right now, we're both very passionate about this industry and about helping people. Um, you know, I've spent the last 12 years of my life, uh, in this and, and, and being a professional at this and training people and, and having a passion for helping others. And, um, at least from, I know, uh, Kelly has been with me for four years, um, about four years, right? Well, if, almost if not five, over, yeah. almost five years. Um, so I know she's been in this industry for a while. And even before that, you were very active, right? You mm-hmm. were working out. You yeah. were, um, you know, you, you had a passion for it. In fact, how I met Kelly, she came into NextGen as a client. And she was a member with her husband, Jimmy. Um, and at the time, she was going through schooling for um, online schooling for personal training. So she started with us as a part-time trainer after she graduated school. And almost five years later, now she's pretty much running the place. So yeah. um, I, I know Kelly's got a... A, a passion for helping people just like I do. And um, there's a lot of crap we see out there. There's a lot of bad trainers. There's a lot of bad programs. Um, and we just kind of want to cut through um, the the BS for you. If, if you're looking for a new place, if you're looking for a new home or a new trainer, you're looking to reach some new goals in, in 2020, um, I think this is a good place to start. So um, I know I would like to start off with uh, a couple of red flags that you want to look out for. Um, and... And it, it all starts with the experience when you walk through the door, um, regardless of if you want to um, train on your own, work out on your own, work out with a personal trainer or work out with a group. Um, they're, they're, even though they're all very different scenarios, there's a couple of things that tie them all together. Um, number one, you want to make sure that the gym you're going to is clean. First and foremost, it's clean. Um, gyms are a very dirty place. Uh, a lot of people are you know there on a daily basis sweating working out um who knows what it's just it gets very very dirty um and if if the staff of that gym is not constantly cleaning it 
um, then it's going to be a host for a lot of different germs. And not only a host for a lot of different germs, but it also shows what kind of um, emphasis on detail that that place gives and what, what kind of emphasis on detail that, that those trainers or the staff give. And that's something um, to me, which I'll touch on in a little bit, is, is super important um, because you're going to be wanting to be at a place where they take you know, close attention to detail about everything, um, not only um, from you know your training, but down to how clean the bathrooms are and how clean the floor is and how clean the mats are and, and all that stuff. It's super important, um, at least personally. I think it's super important uh, that, that that's one of the first things you want to look for when you wa- walk through the door is how clean it is. And another thing that you should look for when you walk through the door is how friendly the front staff is, the, the front desk staff is. Uh, or whoever's greeting you at the door, or if your trainer is meeting you, like especially for the first time, like, you want to make sure that that they're friendly and they're they're caring. Um, you know, I've, I'm sure you could speak on this as well. How many times you've walked into a business and they didn't seem like they even wanted you there? Right. Like they they weren't happy. They didn't they didn't have a smile on their face. They didn't. They, it just felt cold and felt like they didn't want you there. Um, that's obviously not a place where you want to spend your time and your money at. Um, I don't know if you have any personal experiences with that. Like, do well, yeah. Um, you know, my big thing is I hate bad customer service. So um, when I walk into any type of business and I'm ignored, I'm immediately ticked off. And that can be from the grocery guy who doesn't tell me what my total is um, to you know going to a gym or going um, really anywhere else. And I mm-hmm. did have an excellent experience at a chiropractor in town. Um, they knew I was coming. They had a sign with my name on it. The lady came around the corner, and it was so over-the-top customer service that that was something we wanted to bring back here to Next Gen because I really felt valued, and I was just going in for, you know, a quick meeting. So, mm-hmm. you know, we want you, want you want to be accepted. You want people to want you to be there, and you want to feel welcome immediately, especially going to a gym, which is intimidating. Right. No, absolutely. And, and feeling valued is super important because – more likely than not, if you feel valued, then you are valued by the staff and you are valued yeah, by that business. Um, you know, the, the places that make you feel that way generally aren't doing it um, because they want to make a good first impression and they're going to dump you to the curb once you sign up with them or whatever. Um, you know, so being valued as a as not only a paying customer, but as a human being, as a person is super important because especially when we get into personal training, everyone's an individual. Everyone's their own person. Everyone has their own skill set and everyone has their own downfalls and and areas they need to work on. And if you're not valued as a person, as an individual, um, you're not going to ever get the results that you're looking for because, frankly, they just don't care about you and your results. They care more about themselves. So it all starts with how you first walk in the door. All right, when you walk in the door, are they happy? Is the place clean? Are they friendly? Do they want you there? Are they going to go above and beyond and over-deliver? That's something that... Um, I feel that we do a good job of here at Next Gen, and that we want to continue to get better and continue to do is just over delivering on on everything. Um, if we're going to do something, we're going to do it to the best of our ability, and we're going to make sure that we're providing the best service for you. And whether you're going to a gym to work out, like a retro fitness or Planet Fitness to work out on your own, or you're joining a gym to work out in a group setting, or you're joining a personal trainer to do one-on-one training, um, you know that is it's it's still the same principle applies. The same concept applies. You've got to be valued. You've got to be looked at um, as somebody who they care about. Um, I know that's why I got into this business Mm because I care about people. I care about what they do. Um, I care about the results they get. I care about how it affects their entire life around them. 
uh, it's not just about how it affects you, it's about how it affects your family, um, your friends and all that. So um, speaking of, of you know, choosing whether you want a personal trainer or a gym working out on yourself by yourself or going to a group, um, Kelly, do you have any advice for people on that? Or any thoughts well, on that? Well, I think, you know, you want to ask yourself, do I enjoy working out in a group setting or do I want to go to a retro type place and write my own programming? You know, there's some people that are very diligent with that and do well with that. Um, I know for myself, I'm a social person, so I like to be around people. I get inspired by being around groups of people. I work harder when I'm with people. So I think you first need to pick, decide what it is you're looking for. Um, you know, are you looking to do it on your own? Um, or in a group setting. Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a really great point is just having some self-awareness. Uh, you know, like I personally, I like to throw my headphones on and work out by myself. I don't like talking to people when I work out. I just like getting into my own little zone and, and just getting after it. Mm-hmm. You're the complete opposite. You right. like talking to people and working out with others and, um, and, and just having that self-awareness of what you're going to be successful at is important. I mean, obviously, um, we own a run a gym where it's a very social atmosphere. We have a lot of big group classes where people like to um, you know, train together, hang out together, have fun together. Um, but that might not be the right atmosphere for you. You might be someone more like me who likes to just kind of be in your own zone and, and work out on your own. Um, you know, that's, that's definitely, that's probably one of the first steps you should take when you're deciding on what kind of gym you want to join is what do you want first? You know, it doesn't matter what your friends are doing or it doesn't matter what, um, you know, your neighbor's doing. It matters what you want to do. If you want to go out and go for a run every day and just put your headphones on and go for a run, that's cool. That's awesome. You know, it really depends on, on you as an individual. And you might not know that, right? You might not know what you like. You might, you know, want to try things out and try different places out. Um, and that's definitely another point that I would like to make of um, how to choose the right places if they're offering a good trial program or a good, um, you know, a a try before you buy type program. You know, you never want to, you know, jump into something without trying it. You know, I know I personally know you would never buy a car without test driving it. Mm -hmm. Um, You would never, you know, I I, I don't know. I'm sure there's plenty of other examples like that, but um, try it out. You know, if they're not willing to have you try it, then, then go somewhere else because they should be very confident in, in what they're providing you and they should give you that opportunity to try it because, you know, not every place is for everybody. Um, and sometimes you're not going to know after one session, which right. again, which is why, you know, sometimes we offer a month or three months or now we're on um, 42 day. Yeah. That's huge because you're really going to feel the culture. You're going to feel the exercises. You're going to see if it works for you, if it fits for you. So there's nothing better than a trial and that I encourage everybody to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and I agree. You, you might not know after the first session. You might need a couple times to try it. Uh, so do you have anything else to talk about with that? Is there is there anything else you want to touch um, on before we move on? No. No, okay. that was pretty much it. All right. Uh, a, a couple other things you want to look out for when you're, um, when you're choosing a, either a place to work out at or um, more specifically if you're trying to pick out a trainer – or pick out a training facility where you're going to get trained by a coach in either a large group or a small group setting or a one-on-one setting, um, you want to make sure that um, that place is hiring only professionals. Um, there, Like I said when we opened up this, this show, uh, there's so many 
people who are claiming to be fitness professionals nowadays. There are so many um, insta-famous trainers who, um, you know, who really don't know what they're doing, right? Anybody can make someone else sweat. Anybody can make someone else tired. It's not hard. Like I could tell Kelly to go run 10 miles right now. She's going to be tired. That doesn't mean that it's getting her any better or moving her any closer to her goal than just running for a long distance and sweating and going home and be like, wow, I'm beat. All right, just because you get beat up in a workout or you feel tired, or, you know, that doesn't mean that it's a necessarily a good workout and that doesn't mean that the, the training is necessarily the right training for you. Sooner or later over time, if you're constantly getting beat up every time you go to the gym, sooner or later you're either going to burn out, you're going to get an injury, or you're not going to want to do it anymore. Right? There's got to be days where the trainers scale back for you, where you have days to um, rest and recover. It's not just always about going balls to the wall and getting your butt kicked, which is why not to knock CrossFit. I would never knock anything, anybody, uh, at least on air, I wouldn't knock anybody. Um, but you know, the reason why CrossFits are failing across the board is because they're 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 opening up with non-professional trainers as their coaches. They're people who like fitness and got into CrossFit and then they're um, getting a weekend certification and then putting people through a killer workout um, where they're crushing them and people are perceiving that as a good workout because they feel smoked and exhausted and, and beat up at the end. But sooner or later, that catches up and that leads to injuries. So, um, you know, just be careful with that. Uh, have you had an experience yourself with 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 the trainer like that or or? Uh, well it's interesting you said that because i started my whole fitness world as a beach body coach and i am really good i can motivate i had groups of people and we did exercises blah blah and that's when i realized i needed to be educated because i loved it so much i it was almost like my little test to see if that's where i wanted to go with my life because i was like late 30s at that point but that is where I started and that's where I, people were coming to me with nutrition questions that I really, mm-hmm. I didn't know the answer to and I right. wanted to be educated. I wanted to be respected as a professional in this field and that's why I ended up going to school um, for exercise science and a NASM certification because I wanted mm-hmm. to know things. Right. And there's a lot of people out there who just, they're going to tell you what works for them, right? right. And, and that's not always the answer. Everybody's different. Yeah. No, it's, it's 100% a great point. Um, and that's and that right there shows what kind of trainer Kelly is, and that's the type of person that you want. You want somebody who wants to be educated, who wants to be professional, who um, spends their time, their own time learning, and their own time um, getting better at their craft and and making sure that they're doing the right things for their clients. Uh, you know because. In reality, like I just said, anybody can make anybody sweat, but that doesn't mean that's the right thing for you. Um, you know, Kelly had a good following as a Beachbody coach. She probably could have just kept running with that, made some money off of it, told people some advice that may or may not have been true, but people believed in her because they liked her. Um, but that doesn't make her, that wouldn't have made her a professional coach, right? And that happens all too often. I mean, I see it day in and day out i see it with our own competitors in the area i see it with friends of mine who are in this area who are in this fitness field um who basically just throw a bunch of exercises together make it hard and claim that it's a good workout and yes it might be a good workout but that doesn't mean that it's the right training protocol for you and for who you are and what your goals are um 
you know, if, if the trainer doesn't, if you go up to any given trainer or any given class, any coach who's running a class and ask him one simple question, just say, why, why are you doing this? And if they can't come up with a good answer for you or because they say it's, you know, getting this muscle more tired or whatever, whatever some answers are out there, then it's not the right place. Because I know for me personally, I, when I write all the workouts for Next Gen, I have a plan. I have a month-long plan. I have a process that goes into it. I know um, the exercises that we're going to progress over the month and regress over the month and um, different options for different people and different rep schemes for different people. Like There's a whole long process that goes into that. And if your trainer is not putting the care into that as, as that much detail – then it's not right for you because you're eventually not going to get to where you want to get. That's a very good point. Um, So another one of my big pet peeves is the focus and attention of the actual trainer while it's going, while the class or the session, the private session is going on. If your trainer or coach is constantly looking down at their phone or if they're constantly having conversations with other people that don't, actually um belong in the gym because they're not they're not talking about gym stuff they're not helping as a as a trainer they're you know having conversations about you know who knows what whatever's on tv with one of another trainers they're not focusing on you stop paying them don't pay them anymore that's not that's not where you want to spend your money uh you want to make sure that that coach is 100 percent focused on you and or the class that's going on and is making sure that um, you are getting the actual professional um, treatment you deserve. If you want to uh, any other business, you go to a doctor's office and the doctor was, you know, evaluating you and is on his phone the whole time texting or looking on Instagram while talking to you, you're not going to feel very comfortable with that doctor, right? And what's the difference between that and, and a trainer who's watching you work out and watching your form and making sure you're not getting hurt and making sure that, you know, things are being addressed immediately and not waiting for something to happen and be um, reactive as opposed to proactive. Right. Um, you know, that's that's a huge pet peeve. I see it constantly walking to any given gym um, and just look around. You'll see the trainer who's sitting on equipment looking at his phone while the person next to him is on a treadmill or whatever. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a pet peeve of mine. Um, it's definitely something that uh, this field, the field of personal training and coaching, um, has gotten a bad rap of not being professional because of that. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people come out of school and they're like, hey, what do I do? I'm going to become a trainer because I like working out. And then they, they're not very passionate about helping somebody. They're just getting paid for the hour. They're looking on their phone. And then all of a sudden, it gives all of us a bad name. But, um, you know, there, there's just way too much of that that goes on out there. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. And that's something that we've, you know, we've talked about here that's, that's been ingrained in my head that when I go other places I look for is people, is their posture, you know, like leaning, I hate seeing them lean on um, the wall or equipment or anything like that. Like that says a lot about a person, how they hold themselves and where they're standing in regards to where the, um, the client is as well. Like you want that attention and, and it's all, it has a lot to do with body posture and that is giving you a professional feel as well. Yeah. They care about their job. Yeah, absolutely. You, you want a, you want a professional who's going to be a professional, (laughs) you know, you're paying somebody and, and most of the time you're paying good money 
for a personal trainer or for a group training class. Um, and if they're not professional about it, then then don't give them your money. Okay. Um, you know, and, and talking and let's just real quickly touch on this. I wasn't really planning on talking about this, but um, paying for training and um, getting what you pay for. It's just like anything else in life. You are always going to get what you pay for. Most of, at least, the people that I know in this field who are super successful, who train the professional athletes and who train um, actors and actresses, they charge the most because they are the best. With the way fitness is, it's so commoditized now that every place opens up drives the price down for everybody else. It's just like um, you know what, what these bigger gyms have done. Um, you know, not talking about training gyms, but bigger gyms like Planet Fitness. You know, first, you know, LA Fitness was like eighty bucks a month, and then you know, Retro came in, it was like twenty bucks, and Planet came in, it was ten bucks, and it just commoditized it. But if you go to a Planet Fitness, you know, you have a ten dollar gym. Right when you're in there, you know it's a ten dollar. Yeah, you get bagels and pizza and candy and candy sometimes and candy. <laughs> um, you know, so you get what you pay for. Just because a gym opens up and is a cheaper option doesn't necessarily mean that's the right option for you. So always just vet the process and make sure that you're paying. Um, you know, because in reality, if is like an extra twenty to fifty bucks a month, a really big difference in the grand scheme of things. Not mm-hmm. if you're hitting those goals, those fitness goals that you wanted. It's, to me, it's worth it's, every penny. Exactly, exactly. So um, just make sure that you, if you're going to pay somebody to train you and um, you know, or you're going to pay a facility to go to classes, that it's the right place, that they're doing the right things for you and not for them. That makes sense? Yeah, totally. Totally agree. Um, you have anything else? Any other pet peeves you want to... Um, I just, it's, for me, it's customer service and feeling welcome, you know, like it's intimidating, especially if you're someone who's been outside of the fitness world, right? Or, or you're just wanting to get back into exercising and maybe you're a little bit older and you're intimidated. Like I want you to feel welcome when you walk in and feel comfortable. And I think we do, I think we do a very good job that here. Our members are awesome with that. Um, so I just, I like everyone to feel comfortable right off the bat. Um, and to me, that's, I went to a gym the other day and and they kind of, said hello to me and then left me alone for the next 20 minutes. And I don't know. I just felt I felt stupid. I felt out of place. I felt awkward. I felt like people were looking at me. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm a pretty confident person, but I just mm-hmm. I felt very, very uncomfortable. Um, and I think just having a simple conversation with someone, it goes a long way. And it, it just be friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and to kind of speak on that point, but take it a little bit off track as usual, like I usually do, um, make, make sure that they have some sort of process in place for new people coming in and i don't necessarily mean that you have to have like um you know especially if it's a group setting you don't have to have like a private one-on-one before you join the group or anything like that but make sure that a coach is sitting down with you for 30 minutes 45 minutes before you come in and talking to you about what your goals are about what your limitations are about what your injuries are or your past history of injuries um, you know about what has worked for you and what hasn't worked for you uh, because if they're not collecting all that data that means they're just doing what they want to do and that is and it doesn't matter who you are or what your goals are and they just want you to come in and work out on their time and uh, or on their terms when in reality you're working out or you're going to a trainer or a facility for you 
right? You're doing it for you. You got to make sure that 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 trainer or uh, facility that you're you're going to is going through the process of making sure that you're going to be safe and you're going to hit your goals and that you know knowing everything about you before they just throw you into a class like we we have trial classes here and if you want to come in and try a class you can but before you sign up for any type of membership trial challenge you need to sit down um, with either myself or Kelly and go over all your goals and go over make sure that you don't have any injuries that are going to hold you back or if you do have injuries how we could work around them um, we talk about nutrition because as we know that's 80% of the battle is nutrition so we make sure that you you have a good understanding of nutrition um, and we walk you through the entire process. If your gym's not doing that, if they're just saying, yeah, come on in and work out, then unless you're already, um, I don't know, like a super triathlon person, it's not going to be the right place for you. You know, you've got to make sure that you're in good hands so that they're taking care of you right. as a person, as an individual, because everybody's different. Everybody's body is different. And everyone needs different special, well, special needs is a bad thing to say. Yeah, no. Bad, <laughs> not everyone needs special needs, but um, I think you understand what I'm saying yeah, with that. No, but that's a good point. Everybody's got something going on, right? Whether it's a hip or a knee, everybody's got something going on. So if your trainer doesn't know that moving in, you're it's already, it's already a bad experience. Yeah. Because are you going to speak up on your first day in front of a whole bunch of people you don't know and say, mm. excuse me, you're no, not. But if not. the trainer knows that coming on the floor because you've had that meeting, right. your experience is already better. Yeah. And, they, and they do care about you and they know about. Right. And, it, and, and the fact is it's a safety thing, right? Like we're dealing with people's bodies. We're dealing with people's, um, you know, basically life. Sure. You know, like if, if we're not making sure that they're, that they're safe – then the whole point of going to a gym is to get better in life and to get healthier and to move better and feel better and live longer. But most gyms and most trainers are actually doing the opposite and are actually hurting you and actually holding you back and um, stopping you from reaching your goals because they're not putting you through the right onboarding process. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to keep these these shows too long, Um I know they're definitely going to be longer now that we have two of us on here. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, like I, do you uh, do you have any uh, anything you want to close with with, um, with this topic? No, I just I just think that, like you said, the the best thing is to to know yourself, know which avenue you want to go to when selecting a gym, and and try them out, and don't be intimidated to try them out, and and see the red flags if the floors are disgusting and the bathrooms are gross. Um, you know, and then you don't see them wiping out down dumbbells and things like that. I, I would think twice. I would yeah. think twice because, you know, especially here, we take a lot of pride in this place. And, you know, and I think that's very important that they that gym you end up at feels that way. Cause if they value their dumbbells, they're going to value you even more. Absolutely. And, um, you know, so just take the time to do the legwork. I think it'll be worth it in the end. Um, and definitely try out as many trials as you can until you found your, uh, your gym home. Yeah, no, I, and I 100% agree with that. I actually really like that saying maybe we'll make that like the title of the podcast. So they value the dumbbells, they'll value you. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's so true. It's so very true. Uh, and just, you know, make sure that you're constantly, um, you know, vetting the process while you're there. Make sure you're constantly um, analyzing your trainer and making sure because, you know, when you could get into relationships in this yeah. Feel like you get you create friendships and relationships with your trainer, 
um, and with your, your place. But if they're not doing the right thing for you, um, then you got to make sure that you either speak up or you find a new home. So happy hunting out there. Good luck, guys, on uh, finding a, a gym for the, tw- for the new year if you're looking for one. Um, if you're in the Randolph area, I know a very good one that you could go to. Um, <laughs> the best one. The best one around. But um, hopefully uh, this helps you, you know, figure out what, what's the best option for you. Um, if you have any questions, you could always email them to me. Uh, my email is mike at ngtcrandolph.com. And Kelly's is the same, except it's Kelly, not Mike. So you could email one of us. Um, and uh, hopefully that uh, you will find the right place. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We would. Even if, you, uh, even if you're not in the area, you just want to drop us a quick hello and let us know how you're doing. And if you have any questions on any gyms in your area, we'll be happy to help. Um, this show will actually be launching tomorrow on the 1st, okay. on January 1st. So happy new year to everybody. Um, happy 2020. Go, good luck with uh, hitting your goals and crushing your goals. And just remember, it's all about the long run. You know, don't don't uh, sweat it if after January you're not where you want to be because you got another 11 months plus um, to, to hit your goals. So. Yep. Happy new year.